Hey guys, real quick. Did you know Alan Tudyk improvised the slap K2SO gives Cassian in Rogue One as well as the following line? And there's a fresh one if you mouth off again. You can actually see Diego Luna who plays Andor covering his face to hide his laughter. And speaking of even more cool things, did you guys know that we have a Patreon? That's right. You can find it at the bottom of the episode descriptions with all of the other links, such as all of our social medias and our website. We would love you forever if you guys wanted to support us on that Patreon where we update our notes regularly and we'll begin to showcase a lot of special content that can only be found on the Patreon. Otherwise, I really hope you guys enjoy this episode. (laughs) Muppet Treasure Island. Oh my God. All right, anyway, that's immediate. I know that there's so much out there to see. Jesus, all right, I hate that. (laughs) Can't be my destiny. destiny. It's the best fucking line of that whole movie. (laughs) God, that kid was so untalented. It was awful, dude. Uh, They should have let him hit puberty. Now that we don't talk. God, I fucking, the, the chokehold that those songs have on me. I know. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, Hi. I have popcorn in my mouth. Um, We are, uh, we are back, guys. Uh, back to our regularly scheduled programming, actually, which is crazy because it's been a really long time since we last were in the timeline, like, like since like September. That is accurate. We recorded Batman and Robin the last week of September. Yeah, which launched like last week. Which I just put out. Yeah, because yeah, Wheel of Time existed. But mm. yeah, it's exciting to be back. I was ex- I was stoked to be back, especially for a Disney movie. It's always good. Oh, yeah. So We're back in the Renaissance. In the Renaissance with Hercules, one of the sort yes. of underrated like sleeper stars of the Renaissance. I think we're going to get this and Mulan and that's where everything it's like gradually you can watch it like people's interest in Disney movies kind of like start to taper off Mm -hmm. and then Mulan comes out and they're like oh a movie full of bangers sure let's go right back up to 10 and then they plummeted from there so yeah this and Mulan are really the last good ones left before Tangled honestly this is the start of the end for Disney very true that's actually know, very true. I know you have some that you like in there, but I get to go ahead and call bullshit. Like in that time period in between oh. Mulan and just Treasure Planet and Atlantis. Yeah, kind of not. My, I'm excited to watch those for the podcast because they're not. I've seen them maybe once each ever, if that. Like, yeah. I was like so done. It was like Pixar time by then. No <laughs> one gave a shit. So I. That's that'll be fun. But yeah, this is like one of the last. Death rattles of Disney yeah, animation. <laughs> it's actually a really good way of, of putting it. Yeah, because <clears throat> we already had Toy Story like pushing the envelope, raising bars. Disney's like, holy shit, dude. You mean people don't care about hand drawn animation anymore? And so it starts becoming like, what are we going to do? And then we're about to get Shrek. 
we're gonna yeah like it's it's not a good time for disney right now and a bug's life comes out the following year in 1998 right so it's like and so does mulan mulan comes out in june of 88 and a bug's life came out in november like thanksgiving weekend so yeah yeah this these are the last death rattles of of disney hand-drawn animation (sighs) we are witnessing with hercules but hercules is a really good one Um, hercules is great definitely underrated there's a really good chance at one point in this movie when Lindsay and I throw down <clears throat> that I'm going to get rather emotional. So that's fine. You guys are here for it live recorded. Apparently, there's like I had some controversial opinions in here that I didn't think were that controversial. <laughs> yeah. It's like at, for okay. me, they are. But like, we'll get there. Well, anyway. we, that's like the mantra of this podcast. And we'll get there. <laughs> further <laughs> yeah. Tell us. Tell us about the movie, Scott. I will tell us about the movie. So. <clears throat> directed by John Musker and Ron Clements, who were the duo who were also responsible for Aladdin, the great mouse detective and little mermaid among several others. The film was written. This is insane by five people. Ron Clements, John Musker, Donald McHenry, uh, Bob Shaw and Irene Mechie. However, it is not credited and he was no further involved after his suggestion, but in 1992, Disney had a panel of writers, artists, basically every employee on the floor, where they could put forward a two or three sentence suggestion for what the next movie should be. And one person wrote Troy, and he tried to explain how it would work, and it didn't work out. And then an artist wrote they should do something about Hercules. And they reworked it a little bit because it was it was actually about the assault on Troy. And like he thought he was the right he was on the right side and turns out he was a bad guy. And it's kind of like the Achilles story in the movie Troy, where he was an asshole in the beginning. And then he was like, oh, I have a heart. Uh." But Disney saw this plot that this guy wrote and they're like, oh, that's it. And so in 1993, they greenlit the creation of Hercules. But the guy who made the suggestion was never credited. He was never talked about. No one knew that that's where that came from for such a long time. So I do think while we're talking about writers, it is important to mention this didn't really come. The story was fleshed out by Clements, Musker and co. But this random artist was the one that came up with the idea for this. That's crazy. And also it makes sense to me that like, um, they wouldn't do Troy. Yeah. Like, I kind of think it's a little bit too, like, I'm sure you could Disneyfy it, but I'm kind of glad that they didn't like, it's, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a good idea. It just makes, hits me wrong. I can't tell you why there's, but there's something about that idea that doesn't fly. I don't know what it is, but like, this ain't it. Like, I don't, yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that. Well, and that's that's how we got the current Hercules is they tried to do it based on Troy and they were like, we can't make this animatedly funny. Like we cannot make a comedy out of this fucking story because originally it was also going to be the Odyssey. They were like, we want to do something like the Odyssey. And it's like, no, that is not a story that Disney can pull off. Yeah, agreed. I don't I don't think that would have gone well. No, definitely not. But anyway, back to your regular stuff. Um. (laughs) The only person on this list who I don't know is actually the guy who voices Hercules. Uh, the film stars Tate Donovan as Hercules, Danny DeVito as Philip or Philip Keaties, uh, James Woods as Hades, and Susan Egan as Megara. 
and because this is a Disney movie, I have to mention this. Uh, it was composed by Alan Menken, the man, the myth, the legend. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll get into this a little bit later, but this is a big movie for Alan Menken. Also, I just realized you rewrote the plot, so you're reading this. I texted you and said mine was funnier, so I changed yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> just, yeah. I was like, nah, mine's better. I said, because we had we needed to merge our notes, right? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> all right, here's here's the plot of Hercules. After drinking a humanity potion courtesy of Hades, Bert all right, we're gonna try that again. <laughs> Jesus fucking god. After drinking a humanity potion courtesy of Hades, baby Hercules is yeeted out of Olympus and left to be raised by a couple of muggles. But don't worry. It barely takes two verses of an I Want song before our boy is given a quest to regain his godhood by being a true hero. Unfortunately, having an action figure does not a true hero make. So can our hero go the distance or flame out after his 15 minutes of fame? Only the fates can tell. Yeah, you're right. What I wrote was not even close to as good as that. Yeah, I think mine, mine was only like one sentence. Mine was bueno. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking here for that. It's bonita. Uh, you can stream this thing on Disney Plus. Shock, shock. You can what? Uh, You can stream the TV show on Disney Plus too, which we'll address. Mm. Uh, but uh, let's hit up the timeline. I know. I'm so excited to say that. I know. <laughs> it's been so long since we've gone into the timeline. And now after Loki season two, I feel kind of like disconcerted about it. I know. It. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like... I feel like it's sketchy. But anyway, to the timeline. To the timeline. (laughs) Danger be damned. (laughs) A laugh in the face of danger. <laughs> As I always, said. it is still 1997. I feel like we've written this one a couple times already, but Princess Diana dies in a car crash. I don't know how to not put that in the 97 recap, no matter what, how many no. times we visit 97. That's going in there. Sorry. Guys. It's also been a while, so I'm fine with us repeating at this point. That's what I thought too. Yeah. So if you're on some kind of like catch up binge sometime in the unknown future, sorry. It's been a long yeah. time. We're putting it back in here. Our collective bad. <laughs> um, Luxembourg becomes the wealthiest country in the world. That's dope. And The Simpsons becomes time. the longest running anti- uh, animated, antiquated, animated, animated television series uh, to that date. Because we were so shocked by the Marvel's um, Rotten Tomatoes, I'll let you read this one because I actually feel like these should be reversed. Yeah, I kind of feel like this should be reversed too. Uh, 82% on the tomato meter and 76% audience score, which does surprise me. I, I would have thought that the audience was above the tomato meter on this one. Yeah, it just, it's weird. It's actually a really low audience score for this in general. I would have thought this would have hit at least the 80%. I'm, yeah, at least a B. It's uh, it's it's definitely interesting. Like I say, this movie is kind of underrated. Um, oh, yes. The Oscar goes to The English Patient in... 97 um in 98 go the distance is nominated for best song but it loses to my heart will go on very, uh, which very of course true. also is the movie made in 97 that wins in 98 right so yeah um for, coming back around. for anyone who doesn't didn't understand yeah, what my heart you will guys go on just is, been under a rock in case you don't live in the world that was yeah. from the movie titanic <laughs> um uh take it away 
take us through all this is all kind of similar stuff from yeah a lot of this is um emmy winners is frazier and law and order i'm not even gonna say it anymore because we say it every time um but the top grossing yeah. film obviously was titanic <clears throat> warnings this movie did not have any and it is actually very refreshing that we're back into a disney movie where i have to bring up the warnings and the in the park stuff because it's been a while since we've been on something that cares about that shit mm. so that is really nice um but speaking of in the parks uh nowhere not absolutely a, nothing Nish, i think at one point you could meet hercules and megara and Megara might have been on one of the floats, but she's technically not a Disney princess. So she would never have appeared like with them. Um, it's just, it's weird. I just maybe, I don't even know like how you would portray him in a, in a parade. Like, would he be in a suit? Would it just be a guy dressed like Hercules? Would it make more sense for Hades to be there? Yes. To all of it. I don't know. It's weird. It's a strange omission. Honestly, that's been one of the real revelations of doing this podcast over the years has been how many of these like particular. Yeah, aren't in the park. And it's the Renaissance, right? It's primarily the Renaissance. Like we have a lot of like golden and silver age representation in the parks, but the Renaissance gets fucked and it's like well, I guess they were making their money, right? Like maybe we did. Like they they made their money in the box office. Like, oh yeah, those Silver Age <laughs> movies are like they're holding the park up, but the Renaissance were the ones to make the money. I don't know what to say about it. It's well, and like it's, it's it kind of feels like they didn't care, right? Like they were like, "Holy shit! Why don't we give Alice in Wonderland two rides? Why don't we give Mister Toad's Wild Ride a fucking try? Peter Pan's got what? two rides. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, like, why is it Mister Toad's anything? And it's I think it's because a lot of those rides were built before the Renaissance, obviously, right? Like those all well, just uh, yeah. prior to the Renaissance films. But and then by the time they were revamping anything, it was like Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy rather than going back to like. Her yeah, well, I don't know. It's an interesting, interesting thing to mention i don't really have anything to say about it beyond that it's weird but no and i mean we never really even got like a ride for a lot of the renaissance stuff the closest i can remember is uh ariel's grotto which is like an area where you can go and meet the princesses at different times during the day fucking love ariel's grotto they have a an like story walk through dark ride yeah little mermaid but that's right okay I don't know, um, man. It's weird. But tell us about the, the sequel stuff. So the sequel stuff is actually, there's a lot to go over here. And the tail end of this is going to make me angry. So I made sure I put it in. But there actually is a direct-to-video sequel, um, though it is forgivable if nobody knows about this, because it's technically a fusion of three episodes from the TV show. Yeah, that is weird. I didn't know that. I didn't either. It's it's because there was plans to have a second one called the Trojan Wars and that they were going to try and make Troy into a direct to DVD movie. And then Bob Iger took over and he's like, um, no, all of these direct to DV- or these direct to video spinoffs and sequels. Get rid of them. We're not doing them anymore. Thank God. Yeah. Um, it did, as I just mentioned in 1998, have its own animated show, Hercules, the animated series, uh, and ran for a total of 65 episodes on both the Disney channel and ABC. I really liked that show. I did too. I thought it was awesome. There's actually an episode where he 
crosses over with the Aladdin, the animated TV show, and Hades makes a joke about how Jafar just starts laughing maniacally for no reason. And he's like, why are you doing that? (laughs) I just, that's like the only part of that show I remember, but as I remember that shit was funny as fuck. I really liked it because it features more of the gods, which I liked. Like they should Mm -hmm. have had like more of that. Like that was the best part of the movie. So like, uh, Hermes is my favorite. One. Like, I think Hermes might be my favorite thing in this movie. Like, I really like Hermes. Wow, he's so funny. He's I haven't seen this much him. love in a room since Narcissus discovered himself. <laughs> I liked that. Yeah. And then they made an Orpheus reference as well somewhere in there that I enjoyed. They do, like, towards the end, I think, when it's everybody, like, coming to see him or something. I can't yeah, remember. It's in the beginning, and I can't remember what they say. They're like, but they're like, oh, yeah, we let Orpheus make that, like, ironic, huh? And I'm like, I can't remember what it is. Oh, but- yeah. He's like, isn't that great? Oh, yeah, because he's like, isn't that great? Orpheus made that. Anyway. Yeah, he's, oh, he is so Crowley. <laughs> killing me i liked your comment earlier did you see my text oh yeah i know i I wrote back to you i was like god i I love him for it it. did you text me back (laughs) i didn't see it oh the suggestion box thing oh yeah and that's what got crowley sent to hell (laughs) (laughs) and i love him for it um Uh, speaking of things love related this i actually don't love So the film, as with the majority of the Renaissance films, is getting a live action remake, which will be produced by the Russo brothers, which that bodes well. That's awesome. It does indeed. indeed. I'm interested to see what that what that means. But you won't be here in a minute. Guy Ritchie is set to direct the film that, according to Joe Russo, and this is a direct quote will, quote, pay homage to the original with a more modern spin on it and was later revealed to have modern musical takes inspired by popular TikToks. I mean, I hate I'm it so much. Dude. So here for it. I dude, love this. No, no, it'll be, it's not going to be like full of TikTok dances. No, but, like, I understand. But like, be funny, like I'm here for the idea of like the modern spin on, cause this movie is already very modern. Like the, the sort of capitalism, like, yeah. The Nikes and the the comments on it. Stop signs, but their vases and they just turn them sideways and shit. I'm down for them to like lean into that. And I'm curious to see what they do with it. But also like that the Russo brothers are producing. They're not directing. That's fair. Like it's a Guy Ritchie film. So we shall see. Um, Because the fact that they're producing doesn't mean much except that their names are on it. It's Disney. Of course, like they get to do whatever they want with Disney. So um I mean, they do, right? They have carte blanche. Well, they, the Russo they brothers really can do, do whatever they yeah. want. So, um, give them the Star Wars trilogy, dude. Bro, I just, fuck, fuck Dan and Dave. Fuck, fuck George R. R. Martin. I'm, I'm on a. <sighs> Here we are. <laughs> it's, it's for the for those who are long term fans, you know that I do go on sort of a six month cycle of like my rage with regards to the Song of Ice and Fire series failing to be published, and I am at a peak of of that at this moment. So that one's Matt's fault, though. He literally just finished Game of Thrones. Yeah, Matt. But Lindsay is fresh on this shit. So fucking pissed. All right, let's get to the movie. Let's get out of the timeline. Let us. So it's a Disney movie. It's a Renaissance movie. We are going to start where we are legally obligated to start. Uh, The Bops. 
the bops of the renaissance i apparently had a really not okay take so guys my not acceptable take is it go the distance which as we just said was nominated for an academy award um was passable but it didn't change my life and scott scott's comments are in red like scott's pissed so i, I guess mad, dude. i mean my take really was like okay let me tell you what i liked about it yes at like my full feelings and then i'll let you rant at me because apparently this is like not an okay opinion <laughs> <laughs> so I felt like Go the Distance was like, I enjoyed the fact that it has a couple of breaks in the song. First of all, it's the I Want song. Yeah. Right. So that's cool. Um, which we don't have a lot of male I Want songs. We'll talk more about that when we talk about Jerkules himself uh, mm-hmm. and this being kind of a Prince movie. But, um, but you know, a, a dude gets to sing an I Want song. I always am here for that. Yep. I like that it has a couple breaks in it for some plot to happen, mm-hmm. right? It's one of those where they like kind of like in um, Beauty and the Beast, right? Beauty and the Beast, like Belle's I Want song has a lot of plot happening during yeah. it. Uh, whereas something like, say like a really traditional one like Cinderella's. Pocahontas, um, Cinderella. Yeah, there's no plot happening. It's just a a really nice song with some good visuals. This one gets some plot, so I always enjoy that kind of a musical style approach. Um, And it's not that the song isn't good. I just, you know, it didn't make me feel anything. So So, go ahead. Tell me why I'm wrong. No, I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong because, again, every Disney movie and every Disney song has something different to everybody. This was... The first Disney song that I ever listened to that was like, this was written for Scott. I have never in my life wanted more than to be acknowledged for something I wanted. And at the time when this movie came out, I wanted to be an author more than anything in the world. And I wrote a comic book. I took like a bunch of printer paper and I stapled, I folded it in half and I stapled down the side. I still have this comic book to this day. And I started writing. I was like eight or nine years old. Um, and this mo- this entire song is talking about how he has never felt accepted anywhere and just wants to go somewhere where everybody is excited to see him, where he is like at the top of whatever he's doing and he wants to be accepted because right leading up to this song, the whole fucking town hates him. True. They, they're all like, bruh, don't even come into town. They freak out when they see him. Yeah, they don't actually want him to. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So him just being like, I want to be, and you're right, that we haven't had an I Want song. We've actually technically only had two, three, if you count, Hunchback. <clears throat> Which we should. Yeah, fine. Then we've had three, including this, three male I Want songs. Aladdin's. Uh, oh, then we have four. Uh, well, so I'm thinking one, one Jump. What's Aladdin's song called? One jump. So actually, I'm not going to include Aladdin's because his isn't how I want song. It's just how he lives his life. Yeah, Aladdin. It's super debatable because Aladdin is Aladdin's like they do have that like. I don't know. Aladdin is that super debatable because Jasmine kind of gets involved there, too. There's like a duet at the end. Yeah, they do a reprieve of it or reprieve. That's like that's I don't know. Aladdin's like on the on the knife's edge, but I would argue that um, whatever the song from Hunchback is called, definitely. And I would say, I just can't wait to be King. Definitely. Um, yeah. Okay. Who else were you thinking of this? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So, yeah, so, so it's three this, definitely three in a ooh, Aladdin. What was that like movie about? Three in Aladdin. Yeah. Revisit our episode on Aladdin where we deep dive <laughs> for like two and a half hours about like what the fuck? Like this is really good, but also what? Like there's a lot of yeah. Aladdin is a weird um like exception to some of those rules. Like it doesn't have an I want song. It's not really Aladdin's movie. It's not really Jasmine's movie. Like she like she's different from the other princesses. There's like a lot of gray area in Aladdin, which also Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's not what we're here to talk about. Check out that episode. Um, but yeah, we get this is the dudes I want song. So I love that you related to it like that, though. That makes my heart happy. You're welcome. Um, yeah. And that's why it's in red. By the way, guys, you'll if you're Patreon subscribers, you'll see what I wrote. <laughs> but in red, yeah, so in sad. red. I think that's um, great. I mean, that's how I feel about part of your world and uh, and Bell. Right? What's Bell's song? Um, it literally is called Bell. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Bell and part of your world are, were songs like that for me. See, and that's what I mean. Like everyone has their one. Like, I don't know anybody that could like, can't wait to be King. Cause like, unless your dad owns a dealership or something, like you're not like, no one's going to yeah. be like, that's me. Can't but, wait like, for my inheritance to kick in. Yeah. Oh, the trust fund <laughs> I shall receive. Yeah. It's kind of like a little bit niche. Sure. <laughs> but <clears throat> this one was, I listen to this all the time. I am not a fan of the, cause every Disney movie in the Renaissance has a professional, uh, artist cover one of the songs. And the song that gets covered in this is go the distance, but it's covered by Michael Bolton. I'm not a huge fan unless you're a fan of lonely Island. And then his Jack Sparrow song is fucking hilarious. It plays like in the credits it's during right? the credits like yeah start, yeah it wasn't did not change my life actually nothing about it changed my life but i'm really glad that it changed yours i love that for you um i think that's a great like that's nice i like when we get those other perspectives because when i was a kid i was like getting lots of that sort of encouragement if it was like yeah of course you'll do all the things that you want to do you fucking had better like yeah. that it was really more of like that that communication you don't have a like, choice <laughs> like, like my, yeah my track was pretty set like i was <laughs> i was really more thinking about like how could i how can I be off on my own an and get out of this yeah. particular situation? Like, how can I extricate myself oh from this? Oh, my God. No wonder Ariel I spoke to you. Holy oh, shit. I was like, I'm sure I'll be successful. That's probably right. That's okay. Like, I'm pretty I'm <laughs> confident that's the case. But will my mental health be intact But at the end of that successful road? <laughs> I'm not worried about me financially <laughs> ever. It's got to be something better. This has to be. Yes, I'm quite certain I will go the distance. But whence? Where? Yeah. Where? Where shall I go such distance? What conditions will I be in when I get there? Backwoods, New Hampshire, fucking Lake House. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but whither to honey? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, bonus points if you understood that reference. Please hit us up uh, at at the email, at the Insta, whatever. If you understood that reference, please. Please hit me up and I'll give you a, a special shout out. I will write you an an, an ode <laughs> for you understanding that reference. Scott understood it, right? I did. Wait, Speaking of honey. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what. So, all right. So that's what we thought of go the distance. Um, I respect your opinion entirely, Scott. I think Thank you. you're right. Then go the distance is great. If go the distance spoke to you, then <laughs> I, I am so happy to hear that. Like, I think that's awesome. 
Here's the other thing I really like. Where before we get into the other ones, like Phil's song is is good. It's not like it's it's there for comedy. Like it's a mo- it's the montage song. That's fine. Like I'm not upset about it. There are some great lines in there, like building a masterpiece. It's a work of art, or it's it's a work of heart. And like, yeah, oh God, that's there's a lot of moments like that in this movie. Like, and again, we'll get into it later. But like, we're back in that thing where every Disney movie has a quote that is like inspiring in some way. Herc has to learn that because that's kind of his journey. But we're back to this thing where the villain doesn't have a song as well. I was going to say, yeah, Hades has no, not even close. Hades reminds me of Crowley. Yeah, he does. There's like definitely a vibe there. Yeah. (laughs) Which like they, Um, you know, gay coding persisting, right? Which I didn't even mention. And we'll talk about Hades. I didn't even bring it up at this point. I'm just like, and we're in a Renaissance film. So the villain's gay coded. It's true. Um. Yeah, Phil's song is pretty, like, I don't even remember what it was called. I couldn't even tell you anything about it now. And I watched the movie fucking yesterday. And I'm like, eh, it was fine. Unbelievable. I don't know what it was called. It was, like, totally whatever. Um, but everything the muses do oh, is really good. From Obviously, start to finish, like, dude, the muses are fire. Yeah. Yeah. Zero Especially- to Hero is probably the most infamous song from this entire movie. Yep. And I really, really liked Zero to Hero. Mm-hmm. Um. And I was, and I, this song kind of like Mulan is like, I watched these movies the least, right? Because the yeah. other movies had been out before. Like, so my whole life Cinderella was on, for instance, right? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Or yeah, like yeah. Little Mermaid came out when I was two. Like, yeah. that was pretty much always on. At this point, I'm 11 when this comes out. 11 yeah. and 12 when this and Mulan come out. So they're the movies that I saw the fewest times. Because I was on the way out from like having them on total rotation, right? Like mm-hmm. I saw these movies and I watched them many times at home, but I was getting to be a teenager. Disney was coming out of the like constant rotation, right? Yeah. And so I've seen these the the fewest number of times. And I forget that there are some like real serious good songs because it's not Aladdin. It's not The Lion King. I didn't yeah. see it five billion times. Like it's like those few years, right? Between like when you're like six and 12, six and 11, like there's a lot of, a lot of movies you fucking watch over and over and over again. Aladdin was like, well, I've yeah. seen that so much in The Lion King and these I've seen so much less. So the songs are always like, oh yeah, like Zero to Hero is actually really, really good. Like It is. And when you yeah. think of like classic Disney, this Maybe Mulan comes to mind, but like you're thinking like <clears throat> a dream is a wish your heart makes um, once upon a dream bell song, beauty and the mm-hmm. beast, stuff like that. Like you're not normally going to be thinking about stuff like this. Yeah. Little mermaid. <clears throat> so I feel that. Yeah. Little mermaid. Yeah. Like, these, like are, these come out of, they surprise me. I just forget about them. They weren't, yeah. you know, if I saw the little mermaid a thousand times, which I probably did. Me too. I saw Hercules 10. You know, yeah. like I like so who, you know, and I can tell you, I didn't even own this. I didn't. I we owned Mulan, but I did not own Hercules. I'm I think maybe same. Like, I remember being like charmed by watching Hercules later in life. You know, what mm-hmm. Hercules is great for. Um, And this is most of the times that I've seen Hercules. It's been doing this, which is not great. But putting it on on silent, like just muting it, but like playing music and drinking. So oh, we would do yeah. parties and we would play like Disney movies. Yeah. Hercules was on a lot. 
I had like a torrent that I downloaded of it. Hercules was a great, like it's on in the background and you're playing music mm-hmm. and like getting fucked up. It's actually um, not like a bad take, honestly. Cause like it's colorful. It's like wildly moving and humorous. And yeah, like I get it. That makes sense. Well, cause it always syncs. Like your brain always finds a way to sync the music to what's on screen. Yeah. Right? So it's like always good to put those like musical movies <laughs> up <laughs> and get like, and like trip out a little bit. Like oh. anyway, um, and Meg's song is really, really good. Won't say I'm in love. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, I'm she's actually great. I can't wait to talk about her. Like, I'm kind of shocked that you not shocked, but like I am a little surprised that you like her song that much because it does feel very. The, I don't want to put this. It feels almost out of character for her to have a love song. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But like at the same time, we know her deal with Hades right before this song. Yeah. And so it does kind of like, you're like, Oh dude, she isn't just like a tough person. Like she got fucked over. Yeah. And Meg makes it clear. I actually would say it's not out of character. I think it's entirely in character and in her arc in that, like Meg is like bitter and like, connected to her status as like badass single lady because yeah. she got burned not Big because time. she got burned by her by her ex right like not yeah. because she doesn't believe in it or be like she does believe in it she believed in it a lot she made a deal with the literal devil because of how mm-hmm. much she believed in it and then she got burned and she was like pissed and she's a badass bitch right like you can be that and believe in love um the two can exist together they just you know Rarely do. Usually us badass bitches just fucking know better. <laughs> like, it's like, okay. Like, I got burned too, but I'm not just like, oh, I'm scared to get hard again. I'm like, mm. <laughs> I don't know if that really was for me anyway. That wasn't great. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know if I'm freaked out. I just sort of have found better. <laughs> like, anyway. I, I can do better than that. Like, <laughs> This isn't even my final form. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, uh, okay, that was something. Moving on. <laughs> so I I think she's, uh, I, I like it. And I also think it's like, it's her whole thing isn't about just being like, even, even if we were to say like, okay, but then that still makes it like out of character for her to like fall in love and like be all into it, especially with someone who's like tied up with Hades and it's all like yeah. kind of a repeat shit show. Like that's maybe kind of out of character for her. I'd say that her arc is more about like, changing in that respect so it's kind of like it may be out of character but that's the point is there's like a change factor happening right yeah i mean she's going from someone who said they loved her and left her to someone that she refused to acknowledge her own feelings for and then he proved he loved her right Mm -hmm. so like i can i can definitely understand that like juxtaposition between her first guy and then her the guy yeah 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 so that's fair i'll give you that it is and it is a good song like it's it's also the first time we've had someone sing about how they don't want to acknowledge that these disney feelings are becoming feelings it's almost some kind of weird meta commentary on like everyone shut the fuck up i don't have birds flying around me they even make fun of the birds because (laughs) they fly down and it's actually pain and panic yeah it's I just there's a she's lot of like, like meta no. jokes in this. The song is so her. She's just like, no, I'm not doing this. Like, fuck this. Like, I've sworn off doing this. Like, yeah. 
that's like and that's how you know like meg still believes like as in comparison to me yeah because <laughs> <laughs> meg's like resisting being like but i but oh i won't say it i won't say it i'm like i will totally get down and but if that was a real thing that was happening i just don't actually believe that that's it's not like a like yeah if that if something good like that happened i would be here for it i'm just convinced (laughs) doesn't exist is not a real thing was written in a fan fiction on ao3 like i'm like it's not a real god damn it all right so i want to do something tonight on this auspicious occasion that we have perhaps never done what is that start the conversation with the villain let's yeah great idea i want to start with hades i do and we never do that Mm -hmm. i cannot think of another example when we have started with hades but i have put him first i think the only time we did that was sleeping beauty and that was me that made that happen. I think that might have been the maybe. only, maybe mm, I don't know. But yes, let's. Um, so because we were talking about him before, to give you guys some perspective on the creation of Hades, he was original. And this is I'm actually going to go down here because it's part of my room of requirement. Um, I but James stuff in the room requirement that doesn't have to go there. Like it has a place that it lives. I don't know why I did that. And you put it down there in the place where, where misfit shit is supposed to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Hades was originally meant to be creepy, methodically cold and a calculating villain. He was coined as quote, slow and menacing. But when James Woods was brought on and stepped into the audio booth and literally just began ad libbing shit, everyone on the crew was like, uh, no, let this man cook and he's going to deal with, you know, we'll, we'll work around him. Are you good? Yeah. I'm just, you know, I just like the first hit of a new cart. Solid. Um, the majority of his scenes where he speaks to Megara are all improv. It's all ad-libbed. Will you please stop using her proper name? I think she would like it. Sorry. She would not like it. You're right. It's not her preferred it's not. You're right. My her bad. Her name on her on her forms is Meg. <laughs> Every time, nerd. No one even knows that's her name. That's like no. I know she says it like one time. It's, um, it's, no, but go, but go on. <laughs> but go on. Um, yeah. So every time he he talks to Meg, he um, it literally all of those are ad libbed. None of that is scripted. He was co- he was coined as being a uh, car salesman. Hollywood and uh, Hollywood's uh, actor agent and very strongly modeled after um, Jeff Katzenberg because he had just left on very, very bad terms to go start DreamWorks. Katzenberg had. Mm -hmm. So who's in charge? Iger. Iger's in charge now. I love that they did him the way they did. He's hilarious. He's not menacing at all. No, he's not. But when <clears throat> when he needs to be, when he's like dark and evil and all that shit, like he, you are like, okay, well, this isn't just like a goofy villain of the week kind of thing. Like he is a serious issue and he is like a legitimate problem. He, they're not just like, wow, fuck you, dude. Even though that's how Olympus treats him as like a goofy brother. Yeah, that's true. They do. And it's funny. He's, I had this thought like a lot during the movie of like, 
him and Scar are so similar. Like it feels Very. like he's his brother. Like it really feels like like Hercules is born. It feels like Simba and like if mm-hmm. Scar had gone to the thing, like the way that he shows up in the beginning and he has such a raw deal. Like he shows up at that, like the birth ceremony or the whatever, you know, celebrating yeah. Hercules's birth. And he's like, Zeus is like, stay, hang out. And he's like, yeah, I can't because you gave me this fucking bullshit to do that requires like all of my attention all the time. And I have to be in, you know, hell to yeah. be dealing with all this fucking shit. And everyone's like, oh, no, it sucks to suck. And he's like, thanks a lot for the job. Like, fuck you. Like, why yeah. am I the god of the underworld? Like, this is the worst. You guys are having such a great time. Like, I can't. <laughs> and he's like, so like, they are so tone deaf. Like, they totally deserve this. Like, I'm like, guys, no. he's, like, asking for... It's just... It sucks. Like, it's really shitty. But, like, I, he... He, like, doesn't come across as a bad guy the way that Scar does, though. He's just, like, pissed with reason, whereas Scar has, like, yeah. nothing to be pissed about. It's Scar's just, just like, like, eh, I went the throne. Eh. It's very Prince John. Yeah, because it's like the succession law is what it is. Like Mufasa didn't do anything to Scar. Like, but yeah. Zeus kind of fucked over Hades, right? Like, it's- yeah, absolutely did. So, yeah. for those of you who don't know the mythology, and I won't go into this very deeply because, first of all, a lot of this is inaccurate. Almost all of it is. The movie is actually based off the twelve trials of Heracles. Hercules is the Roman name, and he during the montage of Zero to Hero, he actually fights all twelve of the trials. Dealing with the river boar, um, the vulture, Hydra is one of the challenges. It's a bunch of stuff, the lion and all that shit. Um, it's funny that you mentioned Scar, though, because if you guys are not aware, Scar actually has a cameo in this movie. He does. Yeah, he does. It's amazing. It's pretty fucking rad. Shortly after Zero to Hero, when Hercules is posing for his vase painting, which is, again, just one of my favorite fucking modern things ever. Yeah, the vase painting is good. It's just it's so fucking funny. Um, he has a lion, a dead lion draped over his head. And you don't realize who it is until he throws it off onto Phil because Phil wipes his face with the lion's face. And it turns out it's fucking Scar. <laughs> and I loved that so much. I thought that was so clever and so fucking well hidden. Yeah, it was good. And Disney's been doing this since the beginning, right? So yeah. it's, it's it's good. I liked mm-hmm. it. But anyway, we were talking about Hades and why Hades is badass. And honestly, um, he it's rare for a villain to be the center point of the comedy in this movie. Mm. But he absolutely is. Like his whole conversation with the fates and how he needs them, but they keep pissing him off. They're like, we yeah. know. And he's like, I know, you know, I know. <laughs> he's great like he is one of the most underrated disney villains like he's hilarious he's so funny his whole attitude and he's really good on the tv show too like i I always like he gets to do a bunch of stuff in it um and god i just love him he's so awesome he's so underrated he's like i said before like absolutely queer coded like to death right and uh they all are i don't know what else to say about it i think if you're if you're newer to the podcast um and you're interested in hearing us talk more about like that element of Disney villains. <sighs> Little Mermaid. Is that when we talk about that the most? That was Little Mermaid as we talked about it the most. And then we kind of talked about it again in Lion King because Scar absolutely was. But there's not as much like support for Scar as there is for Ursula, obviously. 
Yeah, no, both of them are pretty a lot, but you know where we also talk about it a lot is uh, Peter Pan. Peter Pan. So I think Peter Pan, The Little Mermaid, those will give you, and and The Lion King will give you that conversation if you guys are looking for it. So, but this is another example of it. It's a problem, but it produces hilarious villains. That's our take every time. Very, very true. It's not great, but God damn it, we love these guys. So I don't know what to say. Like, it's so, yeah, these guys are awesome. Um, I love when he's like, wait, did my hair go out? And he's like, oh, realize he's, yeah. he's so funny. But it's crazy that like, I because like I say, like I've seen this movie the least number of times. I kind of, had, you know, I don't remember all the finer points, shall we say. Yeah. And uh, I thought that he would have a little bit more of a redemption, like that he was less of like a bad, bad guy. But he does like release the Titans and like is mm-hmm. a bad guy the whole time. And wants yeah. to take over um, olympus like does want to take control of olympus so i don't know what to say like it's not great for hades like i love him but he truly is like a bad guy yeah and that that definitely tracks with a lot of the other movies we're about to get and a lot of the movies we've gotten in the renaissance the villain is never redeemed like mm. never like no one has any redeem redeeming qualities and the villains that die have horrendous deaths yeah Two of them fall to their death. No one really has a, a redemption arc. I just thought that Hades would. Like, for some reason in my head, it was like that Hades wasn't all that bad. Like, that's what I had in my head. And then It's I was just like, because his oh, motives are no. justified. Yeah, like, he's super justified, but also it's like, that's a lot to, like, take over Olympus and murder <laughs> yeah. everybody. Like, oh, <laughs> like... And I love when Apollo is like, everyone's been captured, sir. I've been captured. I've been captured, <laughs> sir. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I I really was kind of disappointed in that in the end that Hades really was like truly a bad guy because it wasn't really my take. You didn't really want him to be. Yeah. I just kind of didn't expect it. I really was like thought that maybe it wasn't that bad. I hadn't seen the movie in a really long time apart from, you know, like we said on silent in the background while I was drinking. So I kind of didn't think it was like, I don't know. It's like, Oh no, you really are a bad guy. Like you tried to pull a lot of shit. Like, I think it's also smart that they don't technically kill him. Like, I mean, they can't, he's, I was like, you can't die. You're a God. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like they weren't just like, it. it's smarter for them not to be like, he, like we shot him with a blast of Zeus's lightning and he disappeared. Cause then you're going to be like, well, sick. Now Zeus has to like commit Stay. someone else to the underworld and be a dick all over again. <laughs> but yeah. It, um, the last thing I will say about Hades is um, for those of you who don't know, right before the Hydra revives, pain and panic are freaking out. And they're like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And Hades says, relax, guys. It's halftime. Fun fact for you. He says that at exactly the middle of the movie. (laughs) All of the references, like it was so modern day. It was so funny. It was like very Pixar's. It's surprising that it didn't go better because it is so Pixar. Like you can see this being a Pixar movie and fucking slaying. Oh yeah, absolutely. They call Thebes the big olive. Like it's they have (laughs) like big posters that are supposed to be like Nike, like Nike air. 
And they have yeah, like hero air of him. Hero but, yeah. Air, yeah. Like it's, it's, there's so like, he has action figures and they mob his house and it, oh, dude, paparazzi and shit. Like, it's just, it's so fucking funny and it's so well done and it's modernized, like take while still using the elements of ancient Greece. <laughs> it's why I think that, uh, the live action could go well. I think there's a lot of mileage to get out of that. <laughs> in that but or 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 even more likely actually i take it all back it could be great but it probably won't be like they'll probably waste that opportunity and have it be like ham-fisted and terrible and like somehow managing to advertise for disney like i it'll be it'll probably be executed so poorly but like there's there's an opportunity there in the modern day to have it be really good it just they probably will fuck it up they're not going to learn their lesson from how poorly mulan did and they're going to change some like key thing where Hades is going to have a redemption arc or something fucking stupid like that. I would like, like that. It wouldn't. I'd like, or like Hades, like not do. I would like for Hades to not be a bad guy. Like I, I would like for like things to get out of control and for Hades not to be able to, or like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I really like him. Out of my I mean, so the last mythological thing I'll mention for you guys, but in, in Heracles's original, 12 trials Hades actually is a good guy like he helps Olympus all the time I wondered whether we should touch on the the like the the obvious thing right yeah. we normally do yeah that Hades in Greek mythology is not the devil yeah and he's not like fuck this job like he's like well it's what I'm here for yeah yeah, like that's what he does. He's God of the underworld, and he but he's not like evil. Like the underworld is like a necessary thing. Like mm-hmm. no one's like, oh, if only we didn't have the devil. Like it's not like that. <laughs> um, and he gets a bad rep from like the Persephone story, I think. Right? Like people get like. Anytime you see him in pop culture, Hades is always portrayed as the bad guy, and it like. It sucks, and I wish I could say that this movie didn't have a major hand in that because we were all raised around this, and we're like, oh, Hades, he's a bad guy of Hercules. Like, he, you know, whatever. He really hates his job. I remember him as being bad, though, to be fair. Like, we just, like, I, it wasn't <laughs> no, my I take. No, I know, but, like, I, I mean, but like, yes, for the people who yeah. remember this that didn't watch it on mute while they were getting burned out with their friends, but, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the way that that's true. <laughs> I know. Um <laughs> But it is. It's also it's important to remember too that this is the first Disney movie that we've ever had that's based on a mythology, not a fairy tale. Mm, which I can't believe there's not way more of. There's like cool stuff you could do. There's absolutely a ton of shit. Like we've never had one based on the Egyptian gods. I think that would be so fucking sick. There's just so many like cool mythological stories and stuff you know like you know it doesn't have to be troy like there's cool yeah there's tons of other shit we could have done i don't know (laughs) some of them are scary though like all of them are fucked up although you know that smutty novel series i'm reading one of the books is like loosely based on the persephone wow all right so not no but like loosely loosely not at all it's barely a thing like they Um, say persephone one time and that's the reference (laughs) No, 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 no. Like they don't mention it's in a fantasy world. It's not like it's based on not that they like talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about Phil. Um, He's the most realistic Jiminy Cricket style character that we've ever had. 
this is a really fun archetype, right? Yeah. I like was thinking about this, like, so so help me think about other ones, right? This this sort of uh, mentor figure, like guardian um, mentor. It's definitely Mushu, Zazu, Flounder. You think Zazu? I don't think Zazu is really like a mentor. Flounder's not a mentor. Those are sidekicks or like begrudging friends. Like Zazu is okay, like then, all right, then Rafiki. Yeah, okay. He teaches him the lesson that turns him around. I mean, okay. Rafiki, sort of. Fairy Godmother, definitely. Yeah. Jiminy Cricket, oh, definitely. Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, it's Mushu. Mushu. It's like the conscience kind of thing, right? Like, it's the like, you should be doing this. Like, yeah. I'm trying to point you in the right direction kind of thing. And the best one is the genie. Right? Yes. The genie's like the ultimate, like, guidance, like, mentor character. Um, yeah, and- the only. Well, no, actually, I was going to say the only thing is like he doesn't get anything, but helping Aladdin means he'll get his freedom. Phil helping Hercules, he'll get his infamy. Mushu helping Mulan and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of them that have their own like motivation the way that Phil does, which I think is cool. Like he wants something for himself. Like he wants to be known. He wants someone to see a hero and be like, that's Phil's guy. Like he wants to be like proud and famous for helping someone else. Like, which is great. Like Phil's motivation is kind of awesome. Like he wants to be famous, but he wants to get famous by like training someone to be like a true hero. Like it's like kind of sweet. Right. So he wants to be the speech writer, not the speaker. Yeah, but like to stand up somebody like really incredible, like someone yeah. who's really going to do good in the world, like to help that person get to their their peak. Like that's like a noble ambition, right? Absolutely. Even if part of it is vain. Is hella and selfish, yeah. <laughs> I can't th- – yeah, even if it's like, oh, I want them to know how great I am by doing all this good in the world. Like, okay, like oh. sure, Phil. Like that's a great reason to be famous. I'm going to be here for this. So – but – I can't think of really that many other of those figures that are doing it because they have this like really like kind of complex personal motivation. Like Jiminy Cricket is just Jiminy doing Cricket the right thing. Really, the fairy Godmother yeah. is just doing the right thing. Mushu's just like I support your ancestors. Like they like default no. support the hero. Mushu one hundred percent is Phil. Mushu will become that a movie guardian though. again, and he was turned. He was removed as a guardian because he killed another one of their. Ancestors, and so he's now the gong reader to activate the other guardians of the family. And they're like, he because he's pretending to be the great dragon because they're like, go wake the great dragon, and he accidentally destroys the great dragon statue instead. Oh, I have not seen Mulan in a hot couple of decades. Okay, so that's interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Great. So then now we'll be able to track. compare with yeah. Mushu in the next movie. Yeah, but this is definitely one of the first, and even Genie is like. Genie has his own motivations, but he's also like a slave. Like Genie's beholden yeah. to Aladdin. He doesn't have any agency. Uh, I mean, he can't even save his life he until he makes a wish. He's like, oh, I can't let you cheat on this one, buddy. He can't even stop himself from supporting Jafar actively. Yeah. Right? Like Genie doesn't have an ounce of agency. He just has like boatloads of charisma. <laughs> and it and it and it's it's a tragedy. So again, listen to our Aladdin episode. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, it was. It's our number one episode, by the way, guys. Is it really? It is. I don't know that right now. Damn, Mm -hmm. Aladdin. All right. (laughs) Um, Then I guess probably most of you guys have heard the Aladdin episode. (laughs) I guess we can take out all of those parts. Anyway, um, the the point being, I like this archetype. It's it's not in every Disney movie, so it's kind of fun when we find it. Yeah, it is. It's 
and I'm, I already know where your thought process is going because I know you're not even thinking of this, but it will come up. This it's nice to have this and not shit like hey hey. Oh my god! <laughs> One of the things I loved about this movie was it's in total lack of hey hey. Um, I Pegasus. <laughs> no, Pegasus is not like hey hey. I guess that is like the kid character that's funny, but Pegasus is great. Pegasus yeah. comes from a long, proud lineage of disney horses with attitude like very true fine with me and and to be carried on by like in frozen and in tangled Tangled. that's fine that's fine pegasus is part of 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 a long storied history of horses he's fine but there's he's not offensive at all he's like not upsetting when nick and i watched inside out i'm gonna say something really controversial Uh um but I don't even though Inside Out is like my favorite Pixar movie, like one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I have very, very, very limited love for, for Bing Bong. For Bing Bong. I don't I don't I don't appreciate Bing Bong. And when Bing Bong died, I was like I'm like educating Nick, right? We're like watching all these movies right. and like telling him about like the significance. And I was like, so fun fact, most people find this to be the emotional crux of the movie. I, however, disagree. I was like, I don't okay, actually lo- care about objection, Leading the witness. Like, <laughs> I was like, Big Bong actually sucks my asshole. And Nick was like, okay. I was like, I fucking damn. hate this character. I'm glad he's dead. Like, I can't take it. I'm sorry, guys. I know that's like not cool. Um, but no, there's no hey hey. There's no obnoxious anything in this. It's great. I love it. I love it because I can't. I can't even. I actually said that while we were watching Inside Out. I was like, you know what else I hate is that fucking chicken. Chicken. <laughs> Moana. I, was like, Moana. I was like, Moana's like a perfect movie, but that chicken, like, I hate it. Like, I just unbelievable. I have a lot of patience. I'm. That's why I don't have kids. I'm like, ah, fuck hey hey. <laughs> I don't even have. I don't even know where to begin with that. <laughs> anyway, God, Phil's song is called One Last Hope. Oh, I do. now you look it up. I didn't know that one. No, I knew it the whole time. There's no reason to say it. But like I, during. I asked you earlier what it was called. Oh, did you? Watch. Shit. When we talked about it, <laughs> oh. I was like, that song, I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah. It's One Last Hope. And it's really, I like it because not only does it give his backstory, but. It also implies that he trained like Odysseus and fucking Achilles. And, it like says it. It's not yeah. an implication. Well, not like implied. Yeah, sorry, wrong word. But like, yeah, like he's out here like training the greatest heroes in mythology, and they all, according to Phil, suck shit in some way, shape, or form. In the <laughs> end, like it's just. He's looking for a true hero. He's, yeah. I love it. I like Phil, even though he's kind of like aesthetically a turnoff. So he's based off of the satyrs from Fantasia, actually. Yeah, it's not a cute look. It's not, especially because Danny DeVito was also a stand-in when they drew Phil. That's why he looks so much he like, Danny, like Danny, Danny DeVito. <laughs> it's not an attractive, like, and it's that's okay, Danny, otherwise very talented. Yeah. Um yeah, so that was like, but you know, that's okay. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't like Tim Burton aesthetic turnoff. It was fine. I enjoyed Phil. Yeah, I also like that he didn't want to help Hercules at first, and Haiti or uh, Zeus is like, ah, but you're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Phil is Phil is definitely like a refreshing. Like he tries. 
he tries to be like hard and like, I only care about my dream or whatever. But then like he, you can tell that he cares for Herc when he has to be the one to tell him like, dude, Meg is not who she says she is. He communicates that. Yeah. So poorly. Yeah. It's, it's really bad. She's a fraud. That's just like, but there's so many other ways you could have done that. No, the way to say it is I saw her speaking to Hades I'd like to explain to you the context of the conversation that I witnessed. That's the right way to say it. There were talking (sighs) fountains. It was crazy. Terrible misunderstandings that ruin everything. You know what it is? It's that classic 90s, like, fucking trope that you see all the time in, like, sitcoms and stuff where it's like, I walked past the room and I heard them say, like, three words and it implied that they were having an affair. But I totally don't know what's going on. But let me tell you. I missed the second half of that sentence. Right. Yeah. Every fucking show did that. Mm-hmm. Or like Crowley not telling Aziraphale about what he saw happen in heaven. Yeah. He just like doesn't mention it. He's just like, he's not even like, oh, but also they're trying to destroy the world again. And that's what they're trying. Like, they just like doesn't say that. Yeah. I'm so upset. We all are. So anyway, that's what Phil does. And, you know, <laughs> it was he was pretty good. Um, Meg was great. I, what a bad bitch. Yeah, like, I she, don't have one bad thing about her. To say she also because well i don't know i mean this might just be my whole life but also this episode but another crowley reference of like her hips are like unearthly like what is uh, going yeah that's on because her waist is non-existent it's like insane she is a snake like she reminded yes. me of Crowley. um but it's it's like she's she's an adult obviously which mm-hmm. is good right like she's not like a, one of the young princesses um, which a lot of the leading women in this part of the Renaissance are. Yes, they know? are all averaging like 15 to 18, 19. No, no, no. They're much older in this part of the Renaissance. In this part of the Renaissance, they're all like 21. So the like, only ones we've had since like the big hits are like Esmeralda, who is very clearly in her mid-20s, maybe even older. Pocahontas po- in her 20s. She is in her 20s, you're right. Yeah, um, Meg obviously is. And then also uh, Jane in Tarzan is older. Like there's there's Ooh, like a good, call. good little hit here of older girl, of older women. Um, or I mean, not even there. I don't know. <laughs> Young women and older girls, they're in their 20s still. Like let's not be, you know, but they're adults. They're a little bit more adult. Um, and she's super sexualized, similar to the way like Pocahontas is. Like this, they're like they made Pocahontas older so they could make her sexier, right? And go listen well, to yeah. that episode. But if you would like to be like have the yeah. vibe taken like way down, go listen to the Pocahontas episode. But um, she's super sexualized, but it's kind of like you get the feeling that that's how Meg likes it. Like she's giving a different vibe from Pocahontas. Like you get the idea that Meg is doing this like. Like, I feel like she has agency over how sexualized she's drawn somehow. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, I don't like know how to, how to describe it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she just is like, I feel like that's fine. Um, And just like, I don't know, but it was crazy to watch. The way she moves was insane. It was like so car- just impossible, right? Like, she her her torso is like. Non-existent. It's just insane. It's no, her torso is huge. No, I know. That's what I mean. Like, she's just a pipe. She's nothing but torso. Yeah. She's like a two, three foot tall torso. Just like, it's like most of her is her stomach. Like, the proportions were insane. 
Like, and she, had, I don't know. And she had hips though at the same time. So it was like, my God, yeah. like she, it's, uh, it's the design. It's crazy. It's a little out of control. Um, for, for those of you who are curious and I have brought this up a couple times, I think I brought it up on the Cinderella episode, but Meg and Hercules are the second largest age gap of Disney prince and princess or Disney romances. Meg is 28. Hercules is 18. Yikes, Meg. Yeah, big time. The largest age gap, and I definitely went over this in our very first episode, is Snow White. Yes. Snow White is 14. Prince Charming is 31. Ew. Yeah. Disney, what the fuck? Although his real name is Prince Florian, but whatever, here we are. But yeah, so that's that age gap. But it's kind of crazy that she, like the age thing obviously never comes up, right? But it's also like, she's kind of aware of it enough to like tell him to fuck right off for a good portion mm-hmm. of the movie. And then she's like, oh, all right, whatever. Yeah. Then she she has like her little song. <laughs> and she and relents. Decides, like, kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, damn it. All right. Whatever. Feelings. You are pretty you hot. Me. Like, damn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 whatever you got me uh but i do i do love her she's great like i her arc is awesome um, yeah obviously i feel seen by meg we talked about this already like i'm totally love it i love her whole thing um everything about her attitude is great like her just like total like no i'm like not even playing this game like this is ridiculous like just to everybody yeah and then it is tragic her her like she reason. makes a deal with Hades to save her boyfriend who then leaves her anyway. Yeah. And Which I have always been of the Hades. mind that Hades made that happen. Really? I've cause he like, is just obnoxiously aware and takes like pleasure in the fact that that's what happened. I'm going to say something controversial. I was just under the impression that men are shit. That just dudes are like that. That's fine. I mean, that's also. <laughs> I was like, that tracks, this is, Meg. This movie that's is more modern than I thought. Too. I felt seen. I felt I related to that. The way you related to go the distance, I related to Meg's boyfriend awesome. training. You're like, shit. These are not great lessons <laughs> and we're learning not here. being an intervention from an ethereal <laughs> being. That just that was just like, it's nothing special. It's just how it is. That's just dudes. Awesome. Rad. Love this for me. <laughs> I was like, yep, and you're Kenoff. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, yeah, I was like, didn't at all think there was intervention that had to result in that. Um, I figured the guy was just a piece of shit. So. I hate my take now. I'm taking, <laughs> taking it back. Sorry. You got me on Kenoff. All right. So. <laughs> I'll Come at that. me, internet. I think yeah. I think that's just yeah. Sorry. Well, I'm like but- I've never voiced it before. I just it's kind of like from a story standpoint, it would make sense that he did it to ensure that he won that side of the bargain. Yeah, but he wins that side no matter what, right? Like she sells her soul for him to live. What does right. he care? What happens after? But if he if she stays with him, he she doesn't become a servant for Hades until the end. Like of her life. And then it's like, what the fuck? You were pointless to me. No, I think she would have anyway. She sold her soul to him. Like that was the deal. Like I belong to you and he gets to live. Oh, I guess it is pretty black and white. Yeah. Yeah. And then he leaves her. 
And now she is a slave to, and he's like, there's, he's like, I'm going to add six years to your sentence or whatever. Like there's a whole, that's like, the threat. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she's like serving off her paying her off dad. her debt. Yeah. yeah. From like saving this guy's life who then like peaced out on her. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like Hades wins either way. Like I feel like she is. Yeah. So that sucks. Um, yeah. And of course I appreciate her reluctance to enter into another relationship. Very. <laughs> Well, and she also like the way she reacts when she first meets Hercules is it's like, oh, it's another dude mm-hmm. trying yeah, to fucking totally help me. Like, no, you can go fuck right off, buddy. I got this. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I love when she's like, she's she says, I'm a damsel. I'm in distress and I can handle this. Like, fuck off. Have a nice like, day. I don't, like, like, yes, I am being attacked by a giant centaur guardian of the river or whatever, but also, like, yeah. I got this. Like, don't. I also like that Hercules has no idea what to do right there, too. He's always oh, he's just like, um. It's his, like, first attempt at doing yeah. anything. Real heroism. Like, what the fuck? This like, was I not thought in the script. Like, learned all this nonsense from Phil about saving a damsel in distress, and she's like, no, fuck off, please. Well, yeah, because that's Which the doll great. he's been. Like through the whole montage, that's the doll he's been saving is like a damsel hanging over fire or spikes yeah. or what, whatever. And now it's like, okay, I'm going to meet a real person. Women aren't like that. Yeah. <laughs> he's right? just kind of like, wow, reality shock. What the fuck? He's never met a woman. Like he's been like, I'm like, yeah, Hercules he knows has his never mom. talked to anyone. He's like, has no friends. Like he's not, yeah. Like Hercules, are you kidding me? It would be like not, it'd be just as awkward <laughs> safe to betray him. Like that's, I don't know. I know he's hot, guys, but that's a kind of virginity. I don't know. It's worth it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it kind of goes. It kind of goes along with like Beast having been a child when he became Beast, mm-hmm. and then when he's turned back into a human, it's like, how can you expect him to know anything right now? Yeah, I don't know. I liked that about about Meg though, and she was definitely the first, not the first. We've had a lot of female leads that have been kind of like overtly like this and it's not part of their journey and it's not like muted by their royalty like Jasmine, you know, wasn't out yeah. there kicking ass. But we definitely uh, Meg and definitely Esmeralda. Yeah, 100%. Esmeralda wasn't looking for a man at all. Like that wasn't even well, part was of badass. her story. Like she could fight. Like she was yeah. like fighting and strategizing and being a badass on her own. Not just like Jasmine's like, I don't want to be a princess. And she, it's like, yeah. uh, okay. Like, and she has like no idea what to do out in the market. Like, you know, like Jasmine would have died if it wasn't for Aladdin. Like she Absolutely. had her hand cut off in the She would have had her like, head cut off immediately. That yeah. wouldn't have happened to like Meg or Esmeralda. Um, but I'm trying to, or Mulan, frankly, like Mulan, like gets along just fine. Like there's, so there's a lot of Disney ladies after Jasmine who could really take care of themselves, but kind of Jasmine and before, yeah. even if they were badasses, you know, even Ariel, Ariel probably would have had something to cut off too. Like I, th- I don't, I don't know. Definitely. I don't think Ariel would have lasted that long without Ariel. No, oh, for world. sure, dude. No, she would have been. She would have been arrested. She would. Yeah, that wouldn't have been great for her. No, I don't. I don't think it would have gone well at all. <laughs> I, I think Nala, Nala would have been all right. Yeah, but, Nala's know. totally fine. Oh wait, I had one thing. Why can't so at the end? Why can't she just like they? Like she gets to go up to Olympus and see the gods and like stand there like a fucking asshole and no one talks to her like she's the unwanted daughter-in-law. And then she like she doesn't get to be a god. 
Like he she gets wasn't to go born a god. Hercules so, was fucking. But so she's gonna die, and Hercules just doesn't. Like what happens now? Like surely he's still a god, right? Like he can choose to live on Earth. He didn't give up his his. He did though. That's that. Well, so that's what the movie doesn't make clear. Is he immortal when he gives it up? Because if we're to if we're to accept that uh, he didn't, because the show follows the movie, then yes, she will die way before he does, if at yeah. all. Like he may never die. Yeah, I mean the whole thing the of the movie is that he he's not mortal even when he's like old yeah. he's mortal he has to live on earth it's like he's not mortal he still has his strength he's still like he's explicitly not like i so which kind of does take us into jerkules himself so maybe we should but that's where i jerkules himself i mean <laughs> yeah fucking hard burn it is we should call him Jerkules. He just tore down your entire village. Like, I think you can go harder. <laughs> yeah, I think you guys are all right. To but yeah, I just one. sort of didn't. I didn't really understand. Like, so from the beginning, I didn't feel like he was like not a god. Like, I actually felt like Zeus and Hera were like pretty stupid to just like yeet him out of Olympus. Like, I was like, bro, like he's still. So that's it, the part like, that what? I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> they can't yeah, undo the potion that Hades made him drink, right? Because the like, potion was supposed to kill him, or it was supposed to turn him mortal, and then he could die. He yeah, retains his, like, demigod stat. He becomes the first demigod. Oh, okay. Because he's got this strength, he's got this power, this longevity, Um, but he can't, like undo what the poison did until he proves himself to be a true hero, which leads into my favorite quote in the movie, which is a true hero. Isn't measured by the size of his strength, but by the strength of his heart. And up to that point, only like no one really knew what that meant. And then Phil's trying to be like, this is what it means to be a hero. And that's why Hercules is so pissed when he goes back to the temple and he's like, I've waited my whole life to, to, you know, for this moment. And Zeus is like, fuck are you talking about? You can't come up here yet. Like, you're not a real hero. And he's like, I'm an, a fucking action figure. What are you talking about? And it's, yeah, it's just like, I don't remember how I got on this fucking tangent, but like, <laughs> I mean, that I, it doesn't just, make, it's very ambiguous. That's what I'll say at the very yeah, end. It's very ambiguous that didn't make at the sense end. to me. His yeah. like, what his, is he a God or is he not a God? Like that was poorly, um, exposited. Yeah. Cause his, in the show, he's got his power still. He's, yeah, exactly. Like, Meg is in it. Hades is a constant thing. He's fighting other gods. Like, so what the fuck? Yeah. It's like, if he's, I just feel like if there's like any amount of like, godness still in him which obviously there is yeah. like wouldn't it behoove zeus to like <laughs> make megara part of that meg part no, of that not, not even just to make no just to hunt it down just to like you know let me look into that before yeah. i just send my son to these muggles like i you could like 
consider for a second, like, wait, like it, like run some tests. You know, I just, it just seems just like find out. Like, yeah. like very quickly we're like goodbye forever. And I just am like, what? maybe you run a panel on that potion real quick. Yeah, I don't no. understand. Like you tried nothing to like, or maybe they just knew like he has to be a true hero and then he can come back. And like, I don't, I don't know. And I just, I didn't understand like, that they couldn't give some kind of something to Meg or else that like I mean they're gods, surely they can do whatever they want. Like yeah. I, I just don't Well the thing the thing that's I don't really- know. I don't know. It run me the wrong way. I was like, that's weird. Like he's just has to choose to like like surely we he can do more they can have like more of a choice than that if he's a god like surely well, yeah. it doesn't have to be all like this all or nothing for him. I, I the thing that's confusing to me is like when when Hercules leaves his parents to go find himself and we get the go the distance montage or like his one song or whatever. When he gets to the temple, it's impl- it's implied that Zeus has not seen him this whole time. Right? Like he hasn't right. been looking in on him at all. So like what the fuck kind of like do you genuinely only care now that you're like, oh my god, you're still alive? What the fuck? It's crazy. I didn't know that. Like, I, I don't know. There's just like there's parts of this where I'm like, ah. It's so that Lion off. King, also. Like, weirdly, Very. it's such a Lion King plot of like, oh, he's gone and he's dead. And like, oh, surprise, he's not gone and he's like, not dead. He's been by these two fucking random people. Like, did you know that? I didn't know that. I was so surprised. Like, it, god. Yeah. I but but he does get an I want song, which is fun, right? Yes. That, and, and I know we talked about the song itself, but it's fun that we have a Prince movie, isn't it? Very. This um, is one of the truest Prince movies that we have. This and The Lion King are, are really the true ones. I think these are the only ones. Aladdin, but again, it's a little. He's bit not a prince until the movie. end, though, because it's both of their movies. They both, well, like they both, it's they you both learn something. All the princess movies, they're not princesses until. No, the no, end, I know, but so I mean, like. Started. He didn't start out that way. Like he just wanted a better life. And the majority of the other ones, it's like the only the heroine's journey. And I think that's I I don't know. Like Aladdin is seriously like such a weird movie in this formula. Aladdin, yeah, is it's a little bit weird, but for sure. For sure, the Lion King in this, and honestly, yeah, it's to, it's well, okay. There's maybe Hunchback of Notre Dame, kind of like you don't have to be. No, I'm not saying you have to be he royalty. gets so shafted by that fucking story. Are you kidding me? Yeah, All he, does, he does, no, but like, okay, male protagonists in a Disney musical where it's really their story. It's not 101 Dalmatians. It's not well, okay. Peter so Pan. yeah, where it's really their story, absolutely. Like it's it fits a Disney princess formula. And yeah, it's this hunchback and um Tarzan. Oh yeah, okay, sure. Sure. Tarzan definitely. Yeah. Oh, that'll be an interesting lens to look at that movie through. It will. Yeah, this I'm is curious. a really good one though. This is like oh go ahead. You'd be curious. No, no, I'm just I'm curious, like, do we stick with this like theme of the life they have is okay, but they want something more. Cause that's basically what Tarzan is, is he wants to know why he doesn't look like, you know, the apes or whatever. And this I is, mean, he's like, why am I so much stronger than everyone around me? I have to go find myself, but like, there's something like different why am I about poor? Me. What is it? What is, what is it that's special about me? I'm a diamond. In the yeah, rough. exactly. Makes, but, uh, yeah. The diamond in the rough character is, yeah. um, uh, 
more applicable to the male protagonists than the female ones, I would say. Like the Definitely. women wanted to get out, right? Like Belle and Ariel, they all they want to try something new. They want to break boundaries. But no, the diamond and the rough, like there's something special about me, like chosen one storylines. That's chosen more, one. That's okay. That's what I'll chosen yeah. one storyline with the with these guys. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, right. I'll give you that. That's it's yeah. that's definitely how it feels. It's a cho- yeah. it's very chosen one. All right. Even I'll, Tarzan. Even to even yeah. Tarzan, even though it's not quite perfect. But yeah. There's something special about me. What might it be? How am I? How am I the hero? Yeah. Not Why don't like I fit into this? Asshole. Yeah. There's something. There's something more. <laughs> yeah. But super fun that we get um, um, a male protagonist, like a proper Disney prince movie in this one. It's really yeah. good. I I enjoyed it, even though he's I guess royalty. He still counts. Like this is yeah. a Disney prince movie because this um, isn't fairy tale based on royalty. This is mythology. Like that's this version of royalty. God, king, whatever. Yeah. He's a prince. Um. So yeah, love that. And uh, I do think it's funny how quickly. Like, this is maybe the only example of an I Want song that is, like, directly montaged into, like, not only do we get a mission, we are, like, executing that mission. Like, oh, by yeah. the end of Here the want, I Want song, like, we're gone. Like, yeah. there's no good, but, like, it's just over. It's, like, a st- plot begun. Like, yeah. they spend no time with the muggles. It's hilarious how quickly he's, wow. like, gone during the song. Like, in the exposition of the song. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's, that's my job. Right. Cool. Doing Here's it. what I want. I'm gonna fucking get it. Let's go. By the end oh of the God, song, the horse can fly, be, and I can get oh there man. with that. Let's do it. Peace. Yeah, like it was. So that was great. <laughs> um, yeah, he's immediately off the farm. Here for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so we get like the middle part of this is the the like consumerism bit where he thinks he's a hero because he has yeah. an action figure and he's like super popular and it's definitely where some of the funniest stuff is it's where like the best song is in zero to hero like it's a really solid little middle stretch of the movie that like makes this movie like Mm -hmm. it's so much fun so i look forward to that being extended into like an hour and a half long (laughs) sequence in this live action live action one that's all i want to see fine with that um but yeah i think it's kind of uh it's a little bit unique in that commentary. And like, I'm like Disney really yeah. like yikes. glass houses Yeah, for real, dude. Holy <laughs> shit. Glass art rooms. Like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a lot for this comment. This commentary is like, it's, it's underdeveloped to hell. It's why I think this movie is ripe for a reboot. Like I, th- I think there's something mm-hmm. there. I really, I hope they capture it. Well, they just like focus a little more on it. Yeah. Just make it more of like, cause it's like, he learns, it's not really like a lesson that he has to learn so much as the a disappointment that he has to go through. Like he thinks he's got it down. He's like, I'm yeah. ready. There's an action figure in me. I'm ready to go up to Olympus. And they're like, Oh bro, you're doing so good. But it's not like that. Like they're like, you know, that's not, you're not quite there yet. You haven't done anything like that really matters. And he's like, well, fuck, what do you mean? And then <laughs> that's kind of it. Like then he goes through, you know, his, which, which I also like is that he gets like, his his heroic thing at the end isn't saving isn't destroying the titans it's saving mag and it's not really in yeah. service of going to olympus so i actually like that but i feel like there's a middle piece that they can expand on in a live action where he has to like actually internalize and understand that this consumerism that's not what being a hero is i don't think he ever processes that i think he's disappointed by it and then shit happens yeah definitely i think that's that's a big part of it is he doesn't really 
like it, I didn't even really like think of that until like just now that he, it really isn't even about helping Olympus or figuring out like, like, this is a way that I'm going to get back into Olympus. It's like, I have to go save this person because leading up to that, every other thing that he did was like, the more I do this, the closer I get to Olympus. This was the first like purely unselfish thing he ever did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and not with the aim of becoming a god. Yeah, that's actually crazy that I didn't think of that until just now. It's well done. I mean, it's just yeah. it's just what happens. Like it's you know, it's good. The movie's good. The whole I I want to, I just hope that they actually like expand on the right themes and stuff because what keeps happening in these live actions is they don't like there's like an element of the story that is like ripe for elaboration and they fail to do it. They end up leaning into something else in a lot of these live action ones. Everything that we say, like, oh, they should I hope it's all about this. It's like sorry. Yeah. It's not about it's <laughs> about that really. zero. Like yeah. we didn't yeah, they just sort of like do it poorly. And Flounder was so scary. I just I'd like what a crime. That yeah. movie was so weird. I still so, haven't watched it. It's on Disney Plus now. I, I know I still everybody's told me not to. I don't know. I kind of think I'm going to because when I watched it, I got like a cam of it, like a decent cam. Yeah. Like an eight, but it was a cam. Like I didn't pay to see that in the theater. So Elemental's out now. Has been. <gasps> it I is. And I really did enjoy that. Good. I haven't seen it. It was really cute. And I really I liked the, the commentary. It, which was a terrible choice. Yeah. That's not. I'm excited to uh, watch it. That's not great. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not, I'm like, I'm sad that I saw The Flash. That was a terrible choice. All right, take us to the rumor requirement. I would be so freaking delighted to do that. So there's a lot of stuff actually in the rumor requirement, but the most important thing that I can mention here is just a follow-up on what I said at the beginning of the episode about Alan Menken. This actually will be Alan Menken's last movie for seven years. Like not just like with Disney, just purely. He did not return to compose anything until 2004's Home on the Range, which I have never seen because I was told it was fucking awful. I haven't seen it either, and I do not intend to. If you would like to see Home on the Range reviewed, please we'll don't. see how many requests we get for it, because <laughs> it might require several for yeah. us to agree to do it. <laughs> um, Like I said before, James Woods was modeled after, or Hades was modeled after mannerisms from James Woods, but he was also created to kind of like be this amalgamation of Katzenberg, um, a car salesman and like a Hollywood agent, but they gave him like free reign to say and do whatever he wanted. And they just kind of worked around a very genie like, mm-hmm. like, all right, it's we have these recordings for how yeah. they were doing bad guys at this point. Uh, we are no longer in that realm of like new technology and like new ways of drawing things. However, the most upscale and up to date portion of this film is the battle with the Hydra. And it took 13 animators a year and a half to animate and render the entire four minute Hydra fight. By the end of that entire like battle, there are 30 Hydra heads, by the way, for those of you who are always ever curious, like how many did he fucking spawn? He spawns. You you feel like it held up? Yes. Because it doesn't look out of place. 
as much as some of the other stuff. Like when McLeach is driving through the jungle in um, the rescuers down under, I can see where the CGI is going to stop because it's, it's like colored marginally different. And this is just like, Oh, the Hydra was like animated around Hercules. Like the motion of walk, like walking with the Hydra worked for me because it was the same kind of animation as Hercules. It didn't look janky or out of place. And that's the only time it appears like anything else he fights is like animated purely. That Hydra took me all the way out of the movie and yeah, my ass I could, down the block. I could tell you. I could tell I was like, uh, uh-uh. I don't think I think it was a, it was great at the time, but it does not hold up. It's a lot. Honestly, even some of the best CG from the Renaissance doesn't totally hold up to my eye. Now yeah. it doesn't take me out of it. Even the even the. Um, Stampede and the Lion King, and that's the best example of it. Yeah, actually, that's still a, good a point. little bit like I can see it. I saw it change, like, but that's just our eye today. It looked great when that came out, no doubt. I remember thinking it looked really cool, like, but I it it took me all the way out of the movie. I was like, oh no, like <laughs> that's awful. And it, it would have been fine had the whole movie looked that way. It wasn't that it didn't look good. It was that it looked remarkably different from everything else I was seeing. Like it didn't it didn't blend in. Yeah, that's good. fair. Yeah, like the animation itself holds up. If you show me like just that scene, I'd be like, "Oh, sick!" But it, it knowing that that's not the rest, like or, else yeah. In the movie, so and they didn't do the Titans it. like that, and it, yeah, okay, I'll give you that. That's that's actually pretty fair. I was like, "That's," and I, it was just more like, I don't know, other times where they've used it in quick scenes. It's like you said, driving in the rescuers or the stampede. Like you're moving over a big landscape. Yeah. They're usually pretty zoomed out. This was like right in your face. Like, oh my god, well that's different from who made this? Which team sent <laughs> <laughs> you under your desk? Like, who put this together? That's not, <laughs> this doesn't look right. What the fuck? <laughs> who, did, who let Pete Doctor in here? <laughs> just, it's like it's not that it's bad. It's that it doesn't match. It's just like what the hell is this? Like what? It, I mean, it looks a whole lot better than like Sid or you know the, oh my God, the dog yeah. and Toy Story. Like it looks, it's good. It's good animation. It just it didn't belong here. It, was, it found its way into the wrong movie. I guess that's fair. Like I don't, yeah, I don't hate it. And you see him for such a small amount of time in comparison to the rest of the movie that it is forgivable. I don't hate it. It was a cool. It was great, especially yeah. for the time that it came out. Like there was, I. It's great, but it took me out of the movie. That's fair. I can't. I can't begrudge you that especially because we don't no that's not true uh what our next movie is full of animation like this so i actually will and i haven't seen it in 30 years so i'm excited i'm excited well i guess that's not true because i was you know over six when the movie came out but it's been a long time since i've seen anastasia so it's been since it's likely been since 1997. So I get stoked. Like it probably has been, it's yeah. been a long time. Uh, last couple things in the room of requirement. Fun fact for you guys, the shooting star that Hercules sees while he's singing, go the distances actually Pegasus watching over him. This was confirmed by the artists and uh, the directors. And the last little thing, because I said, I wouldn't touch too much on mythology, but this is for me because it's fun. Pain and Panic are actually loosely based off of two of the four original minions of the God of War, Ares, Deimos, and Phobos. Phobos and Deimos are also the names of Mars's two moons. Mars is the Roman name for Ares. Deimos represents t- 
terror, and dread, while Phobos personified panic and rout. In mythology, Deimos and Phobos drove the chariot of Ares and and spread fear in his wake across the battlefields. This is my favorite part, though. They are also the children of Aphrodite, thereby symbolizing the fear of loss and the loss of love. And I think that's, I just think that's crazy because that's what happens to Meg. Oh, sure. Yeah, I guess that's true. I just, I thought that was real. It's totally unintentional and it does not in any way. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't imply that pain and panic had anything to do with that, but I do really like that that was included. But what I do also like is that Lindsay still gave this an eight out of 10. I did. And I also will say, I didn't totally hate Pain and Panic, which you would think that I would have. You would think that'd be hey-hey level shit, but they were all right. They, I think okay. it's because they could talk, and they had some pretty solid jokes. Remember a couple of years ago when everybody was named Jason, and all the girls were named Brittany? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I feel so seen as a millennial. Yeah. They almost named me Brittany. Ah, uh, what a hate Yeah, that. can you imagine? I'm not I can't. I don't want to. I've been a different person. No, my name was going to be David. Or Kevin for five minutes. <laughs> Dead serious. Anytime I do something stupid or like embarrass myself or whatever, my family will just be like, way to go, Kevin. Yep. That, well, that's why Kevin the cat is named that because Believe Kevin's it. are always weird. Sorry, y'all. Kevin's out there, but it's true when you fucking know it. You know there's something about you. It's like, it's just a little special. Dude, it's just South Park all over again. Kevin, God damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, I gave this an eight out of 10. Hercules is great. It's not phenomenal. Um, but it's really, really good. Like I did not cry during my viewing of Hercules, but yeah. I enjoyed it enormously. What would you give Hercules? So I actually give Hercules an 8.9 out of 10. Oh. I can't quite give it a nine. Uh, nines are reserved for movies that actually, no, you know what? I am just going to give it a nine because all the way. Yeah. Cause of go the distance. We haven't, we haven't given anything a nine in a really long it's time. Like that kind of like time. all, like we usually are all there or like, we're not ready to commit a nine is a rare rating. Yeah. It's actually very fucking true. Very I think the rare. last thing we gave that high was guardians. I thought we gave that a 10 out of 10. Nine is almost feels higher than a 10. Like I feel like I say 10 all the time, but it's like nine. Yeah. is like, you really, yeah, that's high <laughs> price. That's high price for the nine. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I, it just like, it had everything. It was, I, you know, like I, whenever I could, I watched this movie. I loved the Titans. I loved the way they were designed. I loved big, scary, like things when I was a kid, I was a Godzilla yeah. fan. Like I, you know, I loved Hades. I thought he was hilarious. Um, I love Go the Distance. Hades absolutely is a ten out of ten. He will probably he will always be my second favorite Disney villain of all time. Yeah, he's really really good. It was it was strong. It was less less like deep and brooding than Scar, but like way more fun than Jafar. And like uh, he's good. He's just he's real good. We have had some excellent villains in our our run through disney and he's we really have 10 out of 10 which is ironic because the next three animated films we're doing have just absolutely stupid villains just such stupid villains anastasia mulan and anastasia mulan tarzan bugs life Bugs life i won't i won't say he's a stupid villain he makes sense he's a he's a sociopathic megalomaniac yeah but that's are so if we're looking at disney yeah. anastasia is not even that that's uh what's that's, the name uh universal 
Yeah, but isn't it what's his name from Don from Bluth? Yeah. No, I don't think so. That's weird. That Anastasia it might be. Is- I don't know. I haven't looked at no, any of the stats for that. I think you're right that it's not a Don Bluth movie, but it like seems like it should be. Right. It just, yeah. It's like, it's like weird and out there. Yeah. Wait, Ten bucks. We got to pay to watch Anastasia. Like I don't think we're finding that streaming. That's. I'm not even. I'm gonna. Terrifying. With you. I'm not even really looking forward to it. I remember hating that bad, but but okay. <laughs> yeah, that actually might be <laughs> how this ends up. I want you to know that right now. You're going to pay money to see Anastasia. Yeah, that's going to suck. Although technically it's owned by <laughs> Disney now. So I wonder if it's on Disney Plus. Like, I wonder if you can. I don't know. I just, I would bet money that we're going to have to pay for Anastasia. Yeah. And then, yeah, Mulan has like a pretty weak, weak ass villain. And the villain Buzz is Lightyear, the patriarchy. Tarzan. Yeah, of course. The villains. I welcome my life, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, that's you could t- you just you take that one right out of context, save that clip. Yeah, it just said you're good to go forever. Oh my god, <laughs> take us out of here. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, as always, thank you all so much for joining us tonight. We hope you enjoyed yourselves. And maybe <laughs> which, one was, which one was it? Where like. The patriarchy was the bad guy. Like that, we determined that. Which movie was it? Do you remember that we were like? No, I think it was like it was some characters like toxically masculine inability to communicate was the bad guy of the movie. I can't remember what it was. Remember that? Oh, let me go to the timeline real quick because now I actually want to know. Because that was really funny. Holy shit, I don't fucking... It's their... Yeah, it's their inability to communicate. Oh, it was a Goofy movie. That's right. It was a Goofy movie because they don't know how to talk to each other until their lives are fucking threatened. That's right. That's right. They can't... (laughs) That was a bad guy in the Goofy movie. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, because Goofy movie doesn't have a bad guy. I'm like, wasn't there one where, like, the patriarchy was the bad guy? Yeah, that's the one. God damn it. Just remember, guys, men out there, you too are victims of the patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) All of your toxic masculinity is because of patriarchy. Like, it's all, it's like the serpent eating its own head. So, next week, we'll be back for Anastasia. Yes. (laughs) We probably should get out of here. Yeah. Join us next week for Anastasia. Oh my God. I love you. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, as well as follow us on all of our social media. You can find the links for our sites and social media on the episode descriptions. If you'd like to support the podcast as well, we encourage you to follow us on our Patreon. Uh, Shout out to Mike for being our newest patron. Much shout out. Yeah. Big time. Appreciate that shit. Uh, where you can find all the show notes for our episodes and much, much more. Make sure you check out the website as well for the timeline goodies, including request the timeline. Let us know what you want to see and we'll make it happen. But until not, I'm just leaving. Stay nerdy. Bye. Guys. Bye. God. <laughs>